Hello and welcome back to the Vanquisher's Guide. I'm Randy. And I'm Bryce. Hello. Hi. I'm I'm Bradley. Hi, Bradley. Hello, Bradley. How are you doing? I'm I'm here. That kind of reminded me of the Jurassic Park thing. Hi, John. Hello, John. Hi, John. Hello, John. <laughs> oh, oh I so love true, it. man. That's that is that movie is just too too precious. I love it. If only we could clone real dinosaurs in real life, that would make things. Ooh, I think so they've made a couple movies about the consequences of that. Not, I don't it know if I've seen any. Of that. No, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. That, I think they taller fences, more volts. You know, <laughs> exactly. They did it badly. As long as you never let the power go out, problem solved. You're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like we just hook up some like maybe Tesla branded generators. Uh-huh. Never go wrong. Yes. Yeah. Have Nothing some like mega generators, and it'll be fine. But that's yeah. that's uh, leaving a lot. Just of never let it go wrong. No, 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 no. It's it's foolproof, idiot proof. Even it's uh, I don't remember his name. Proof from the movie. What, what uh, was the, the guy, uh, guy who steals the embryos? Yeah, I never knew his name. All I yeah, know is he. A D, I think no, 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 that was the other guy. The other guy's name was Doxon. But I don't remember. fun, anyway. fun fact about that movie. Um, yeah. I had just I was actually just reading something about how the writers, I think, of that movie or the director at some point were was talking about it and they were they mentioned like three deaths like uh-huh. in the movie. But apparently this is the first one, I think. And apparently there's actually four death or we see four deaths. But oh, really? all of them were just talking like over and over there. I don't know, over and over, but like they had mentioned uh-huh. just three deaths. And it's because the the bigger guy, I don't remember isn't like the Dennis Nidri. Yeah, um, you never actually see his body. He technically could be so alive. He could be alive because yeah. the writers themselves didn't even include his death. He was yeah, just having a whale of a time in his car <laughs> with that uh, yeah. dinosaur. Dilophosaurus. Yeah, really... how do you know that? That's crazy. Uh, you know what? I good memory. I can't mm, remember Dennis yeah, Deidre's name, yeah, but I can remember yeah. the Dilophosaurus. Randy actually just watched that movie. So. <laughs> Dude, oh, we talking about it is currently he's, playing. He's watching, right? <laughs> it is playing in the background currently. Uh, well, surprising everybody, uh, we are not talking about Jurassic Park this week. <laughs> not even <laughs> close. Not even a little bit. Oh man, we are actually instead going to be talking about a little-known game called Skyrim. Well, the entire oh. properties of the Elder Scrolls series. A uh, pretty but, niche niche franchise. Yeah, yeah. You know? uh, from what I from what I understand, like it's just me and a couple people that are like out here keeping this franchise alive. You know, <laughs> I bought every copy on every platform, including my Samsung fridge, to be able to keep this <laughs> franchise running. <laughs> real, real indie, real indie, <laughs> real indie. Did you have to go out to like the uh, the dumping grounds in like the Nevada desert and scavenge for the? <laughs> The hundreds and hundreds of copies of Skyrim they threw away because it was <laughs> yeah, un- yeah. Pro- profitable. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I've got loads of them. What a hero. Wants them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but before we get into uh, the, the wonder that is Skyrim lore and the headache inducing names that I'm going to be trying to figure out today, uh, do you guys have any uh, interesting, have you guys heard any interesting things that you guys, I've at least know one person anyway has interesting news? They want to talk about anyone else? Oh, I'm so excited. I want to hear some interesting news. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What's your interesting news? Hey, you can't put this on me. <laughs> I'm sure it has something to do with Monsters Inc. Yeah, he just deflected immediately, so it must be you. 
Man, one of these days you guys will forget and I'll be off scot-free. I will literally never forget. <laughs> I will literally never forget. This this was a two second bit from like episodes ago that is cemented into my brain. Man, if you call me on my deathbed and you like remind <laughs> me, I think I'll just die. <laughs> I mean, you are on your deathbed. Like maybe if I called you on your regular bed and you just died, that would be more surprising. Oh, well, you're just I expediting did... the process at that point. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, I actually do. I do have a have a fun fact though. Wait, it was you. It was all me all along. along. All <laughs> um, yeah. So the other day, I was just like working. And I get a notification. Um, As one does. Watch, like, for some reason, I just get like 300 notifications of the news every day that I Oof. keep meaning to turn off. Yeah. But I'm really glad that I didn't this time. Because there we go. the title said, Scientist claims to have debunked theory that Loch Ness Monster is just a giant eel. And I was like, oh. no, no way. Dang it. <laughs> Another theory down the drain. Yes, we're getting closer and closer to just having ghost ghost plesiosaurs as exactly. Our, uh, we can't prove that's not real yet. So, so call out really quick. Go watch our Loch Ness monster episode, and by watch it, I mean listen to it because you can't watch anything about it. But you, well, can, you listen can have it listening and just watch a blank screen. Roger. I mean, you could watch like the the tiny little like bar move across the screen. Yeah, like, there you like, go. Going through the audio file, better than but, paint uh, drying. In that episode, <laughs> we talk a lot about some of the. The classic, very well-known uh, theories yeah. of the Loch Ness monster, such as Plesiosaur or ghosts. Yeah, just, yep. <laughs> just uh, what is it like clairvoyant people who were able to uh-huh. time and. I think there's some time crystals in there as well. I was gonna say there's yeah, definitely there's crystals teleporting <laughs> dinosaurs through time. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. at least we can know from read that a mathematician conducted a study. Okay. Um, I don't. Honestly, I don't believe most of what I read. Like anyone, ah. like claimed. Like I mean, this is like a mathematician, not like a zoologist yeah, on, or dude. biologist yeah, or anything. That's true. So <laughs> this guy d- takes like 250 samples from Loch Ness and basically finds out that let me let me get the exact numbers. Uh, that th- uh, two, so 250 water samples. And he says that not able to size, but his the data shares that there are definitely giant eels in Loch Ness. Okay. Um. So you can't basically say that people aren't seeing like giant eels, but right. Um. So he was saying that there's about eight thousand eels in Loch Ness at one like at any given time. Wow. Um. That's and pretty uh, specific. Find, yeah, finding that's um, an eel about the size of 3.3 feet long is about 1 in 50,000. Finding an eel oh. over 20 feet long is essentially zero chance of seeing it. Mm. Um, just based on a mathematician. So, I mean, you got you to gotta take at least that into account. Um, so, <laughs> basically, he was not saying... Not trust mathematicians? <laughs> like, on a fundamental basis? I don't trust cryptozoologist math- mathematicians, which I'm assuming oh, wow. is. I mean, I'll trust a mathematician far faster than I'll trust trust a math musician. So true. <laughs> what if but, he's making some so, sick beats, man? Come on. I mean, he could be, but I just trust. I would trust a math musician if it was about music about math. 
I mean, sure, but like not this about is, Loch Ness this is, monster. This is math about dinosaurs, and he's talking about well, not dinosaurs, Maybe. but like about Loch Ness. So like he's a mathematician in the expertise of the Loch Ness, so he should be so, pretty knowledgeable. So let's so let's just say it. So like Loch Ness monster is real, but uh, definitely. But according to this mathematician, it is statistically impossible for it to be an eel. It's like it's statistically cannot, it's statistically okay improbable that it's, it's people seeing a giant eel. So that at least cuts out the possibility of it being a giant eel. Mm. Jillion other reasons why people have seen it, but it's not been proven because it's real, right? I uh, exactly. I agree. I will I will put some caveats onto this phrase that I feel like he really should have as a good science man should have done. Uh it is like science and math is, is he a science man or is he just I mean, does he know uh, just no numbers? I mean I'm not I mean, gonna trust those, his science. Those go hand in hand. There's a lot of science, there's a lot of math and science, so I feel like it's pretty pretty close close enough anyway. Um but I would say it is very statistically improbable that it is a singular eel that people are seeing however the door is still open for it to be anything else or a collection of eels all working together to make this a collection creature. of eels no, the mean, jury is still out it could that be that is a sentence oh i God. never knew i needed to hear a collection of eels working together to... it could be a cabal of eels working <laughs> to falsify evidence to just completely sidetrack humanity and i I don't have evidence saying that it's not yet. So what is he said? It couldn't be one. <laughs> I have been convinced. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know what's real now. Of eels. I don't know what the, like if that's the, the plural for eel, but cabal. Uh, no, cabal. Cabal. That's not the plural of multiple eels. That is just like the the a term for a collection of people Man, congregating to be in usually in a militaristic fashion. Uh, so it, it just in my mind means that the eels are collecting are congregating forming a military to start coming against us so this in is the new mind. world order huh? it is the new <laughs> is the new eel order <laughs> yeah that's at least I, in my mind where we're going long long story short i was just happy to see our little like slice of heaven in uh-huh. uh in the news for current news, uh, yeah, what a slice it was! <laughs> I would have been a lot more impressed if he had said that definitively he had proven that it was not, in fact, ghost plesiosaurs. If he had proven that mathematically, I would have been. Blown I'm sure away. he's working on it, but like he uh-huh. might be one of the people that think it is a ghost plesiosaur. He's trying to go back to the lab, you know, spend some uh, more hours in there. So true. Do some more geometry. <laughs> Somehow that'll help. I don't know. I just assume he's not actually like that kind of math he they're just claiming that he's a mathematician because he's like he knows how to like like he's like a master like has a like a master's in like geometry but like then he yeah. happens to be a cryptozoologist <laughs> just you're, you're just automatically discrediting every single piece of like i discredit anyone that truly believes in anything like this. crazy <laughs> well unfortunately i, I guess I guess you're going to be fully discrediting me because I 100% believe in the the 
preachers that we're going to be talking about today. But I've actually are... seen them before. So oh, okay, well then, then you're a believer. I I love it. In a fantasy space, I've seen them. <laughs> uh, these guys are real for sure, hundred uh, percent. These guys are from, as we mentioned earlier, from the Skyrim games slash more specifically the or i guess more ger- generically the elder scrolls series in as a whole uh which is a series that kind of has uh ghost dinosaurs like uh uh the Loch Ness monster and and kind of like eels i mean they're, they're dragons so it's kind of similar dragons they're, they're not ghosts they're very real in that game <laughs> except you absorb their souls which is their ghost you absorb their ghost into you so i mean I, do they travel through time like with with quartz kind of do yeah they come back from the dead so i mean it, it feels cool. like it i mean i feel like you're grasping at straws i very but... much am but it kind of is starting to line up I cannot say the dinosaur that the dragons aren't in fact the Loch Ness Monster. Ghost plesiosaurs. <laughs> exactly. The dinosaurs the, or the dragons in Skyrim are ghost plesiosaurs, and I'm the not Loch Ness so sure they're not. Just travels through time, <laughs> space, and reality, and goes into video go. games now. We are losing the, the plot so fast. Sorry, sorry. I'm done. I'm done. No more Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> no more Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. So uh, the creatures we're talking about. Uh, confusingly, not the dragons from Skyrim, not the dragons <laughs> from Elden Scrolls. It is instead uh, the creatures called the Daedra in the the Skyrim games. Or if you're more familiar, is it's uh, the armor you can get called Daedric armor. This is the the creatures that this armor is from. So right, I love that armor, man. It, was it so is cool in Skyrim. definitely the coolest looking armor in the game. It is just so unfortunate that it is also like the heaviest armor in the game so like you uh, really who gotta, cares yeah, what, you you gotta, like, or something drink some milk build up your endurance just to be able to <laughs> wear it but so are you guys relatively familiar with the uh, the skyrim elder scrolls lore or uh have, are you yeah, have you never played the games before never even heard of them where uh, are we starting with i mean i played skyrim like everybody else and their mother <laughs> in like what 2012 when it came <laughs> out yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. so I, I played it quite a bit. You know, I killed I killed some Daedra, you know, here and there. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, as for the lore, I don't think I've ever personally dived in it too much, but I'm excited, man. Well, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 2011. Excuse me, I, I was uh, so curious. Oh, uh, yeah. Bryce, you just lost cool. all credibility. Yeah, <laughs> rip. I I think I played the uh, Skyrim. I did. I didn't play it probably until like. 2014 or 15 so it was a while wow yeah i know it was i was behind the times i did i did not think that it was going to take off like it did so i had no interest in it mm-hmm. uh um, what about my, you Brad? so i remember god it was like i had to be like had eight been. or nine i remember waking up one day for christmas going oh, downstairs down memory lane and my, Such a story we're getting my, into, man. Where's I know, sorry. Santa, aka Picture with word. my my mom. Oh, I, I thought you were gonna say sorry, your mom is God, Santa. Sorry, but <laughs> if you if you missed our Santa episode, Santa's not real. Santa, the American hey. god, everyone knows. <laughs> Anyways, my grandparents were playing an Xbox, like the OG Xbox. And we got so excited. Favorite dream you had? 
no 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 and i got so excited we ran it was crash nitro kart and my mom had gotten me a couple games and this was the first video game i ever had like in my house we i was not allowed to play video games i don't think she ever bought me a video game after that (laughs) she realized her mistake (laughs) well not only so like the games i got were like crash nitro kart uh (laughs) call of duty which I have no Heck idea yeah. why she got me that. Like she's so <laughs> was so against like fighting games and whatever. Uh-huh. And then it was uh Morrowind. Oh, okay. What a selection and, these are all bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, no, they, it was great. Classic. It was a, so like I I played mostly Crash Nitro Kart because as soon as she saw me classic. playing Call of Duty, she did not let me play that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I no. I would assume what happened is she went to the game store. And said, "All right, I want to get an Xbox for my kid, or I want to get a console, a game console for my kid. What should I get?" And they said, "Xbox." And then she said, "Okay, what should I get with that?" And they're like, "Well, these are kind of the three <laughs> yeah. best hot games going on right now. I think they're really good, so I would recommend these." And she went, "Okay," and just got the three that the person recommended, I, like a couple. Honestly, of probably. So, so she probably had no idea. <laughs> it was like I played it like once or twice, but like as an eight year, I had no idea what was going on. I had never played uh-huh. a video game before. I had no idea what I was doing. Like that was literally the first time I'd ever like actually played a video game. So a couple years down the road I actually get like got into it, started playing it. And so that's that's my knowledge. I've played like Excellent. Skyrim a little bit. Morrowind okay. was my like my go to though. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you might have a different outlook or a different insight than I do into this then because I've actually never played Morrowind. I've played maybe 10 minutes of Oblivion and then I've all, I've played all of Skyrim. Well, I, I, all of, no way. But I've finished the story of Skyrim. So I'm somewhat familiar with the world, but like not with the older properties. So if you, if you have any insights, I'd love to hear it. But we'll see. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. Nine-year-old memory so who's to say how much is there but i just figured leave the door open just in case uh so we're gonna be talking about the daedras for those of you who don't know anything about daedras i'll give you like a quick little uh snippet and and we'll get more in description later on as we go through obviously but daedras are a like not a specific creature it's like a breed it's like it's like a full race of creatures uh, in the Elder Scrolls series, and they're a full race that lives in a ni- different reality, different like realm called Oblivion. It, uh, the, the realm is called Oblivion. Um, right, that place sucks, I, man. Yeah. I went to the yeah. Oblivion. <laughs> yeah, and that is, I believe. I mean, I feel like it's not that huge of a stretch, but I, I'm 99.9 percent sure that that is in fact where the name for the game oblivion is come comes from because what? you're spending time i know spending time in oblivion the realm in the game oblivion so because of that they named the game that obviously but so these creatures they their like home realm is oblivion and our home realm world is called nirin n-i-r-n that's what um, like that's what like the basically earth is in that universe um, that's like the main play place. Um, but so they're not actually from our realm, but because they're like magical creatures and they're like kind of otherworldly, they can be able to tear holes through into our realm. And so like they can kind of visit every once in a while. And there are people in the games who have found ways to be able to like also do that to them. So like they can do it themselves every once in a while. And then there's other people who can kind of pull them into our realm 
without their desire or without wanting to. So it's a, it's a whole thing. But they don't live in our realm, but they visit pretty often. But, oh, just to like uh like visit like family. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, just to like see the sights. Go go uh, spelunking down in caves. I guess I don't know what what does a Daedric person do in normal Earth? Goes visit the Grand Canyon uh, or the Great Canyon in that world. <laughs> Not to be confused um, with the Grand Canyon, the Great exactly. Canyon. Yeah, the Great Canyon. Very different. Uh, no, it's usually uh, which we'll get into a little bit later. It's usually because uh, they are not doing the greatest and the nicest things. It's usually because they're here to just mess with humanity either. If they're just visiting on their own accord, it's just because they want to mess with people and just kind of cause mayhem and chaos. And if they're being pulled into our realm, it's because somebody wants to like kind of enslave them and like force them to do their work for them because they are magical creatures. So like they can kind of be enslaved to do magic for you. So... So Maybe one like kind of broad question about Daedra. Okay. Like, hopefully, I'm not like jumping ahead too much, but you are uh, light years ahead of me. So I, I don't know. At least in my mind, like, uh, considering how like the Oblivion realm is kind of like analogous to hell, sort of like it's just a very hellish dimension, right? Uh-huh. Kind of close, right? And like Daedra kind of like sounds a bit like demon, right? So they're kind of sure. like these demon people like and but you say like they kind of just like mess with like humans right here are are they generally like straight up like evil like blood sacrifice and like that is mayhem or are they just like uh kind of more like trickster gods and like i don't know that is an excellent question um and, and it is something that we will get more into a little bit later um but it's something that like it'll just continue we'll continue like kind of touching on that as we go through it is not really uh cut and dry one way or the other um because like like i said they these guys are it's a race of creatures it's not just like one specific guy one specific like dudes it's like all of humanity so like not all of humanity is straight bad or straight good like like it kind of it's a whole spectrum. There are some that are good, some that are bad. Same with these guys, where there are some of the Daedric right. that are good, some of them that are bad. And they do get a bad rep, but they aren't all completely evil. They are, I think they do generally lean more heavily towards the evil, slash, I guess more closely, they lean more heavily towards the chaotic. Um, but they're not specifically good or bad. They're just kind of well, and what if they are. My memory serves, and I think you kind of mentioned it as well, like at least from like from what I remember from Morrowind is a lot of them were like elemental based and were summoned by things yeah. controlled by those things. So the things that are going to be doing that within the game are normally your enemies. Therefore, the right, right. is going to be more evil. Right. Yeah. So they do they do often get right. used by evil people to do their bidding. And so like that's where they often seem like they're evil. But that's just because like they're being literally pulled into the realm and forced to do xyz guy wants them to do so Mm -hmm. that is also a a large percentage or portion of why they get such a bad rep but not exclusively they're they do do their own share of evil stuff or bad things but a lot of it is also because they're being kind of coerced into it or whatnot but makes sense makes sense yeah so overall like you said like they they do kind of have this name that is reminiscent and they do kind of seem visually to be kind of demon-esque creatures 
but yeah. over time like throughout the history of earth of the of the world um and specifically the places that you're spending time which is called tamriel in that history they have been viewed as both gods and demons by the people who are living there so like they're like oftentimes different during different times of history and depending on which person you're looking at which of these entities you're looking at they're either viewed as a god or a demon or somewhere in between there because like there are a bunch of different versions a bunch of different guys that are all considered daedra and also a point of clarification that we i should mention the 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 word daedra is a little bit confusing so the daedra is like the plural term for like the species for like the creatures and then the the specific like singular ter- term is a, a daedroth that's like if you're speaking of one just one guy now that being said i'm almost never going to use that term because i will never remember it but that is technically the singular term for the plural of daedra uh however like, there is that's like 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 daedra is to us like like human right daedra uh, would be like or like humans human yeah 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 daedra is humans human is daedroth okay cool yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's just kind of weird that like their singular has extra letters where our singular has less letters. It's a little bit, a little bit strange, but yeah, that's just the way that it is. Um, but there's also to add a little bit of spice for the confusion, uh, the species is called Daedra, but then there's also a specific entity. Like, like there's like a subspecies that is specifically called Daedra. Like the sub, most of the subspecies, (laughs) yeah, most of the subspecies have their own names, but there is one subspecies that is just Daedra. So that, like they're like they're the original? No, it's just because they're generic. Yeah. As oh. far as I can tell, it's just because they didn't got to get a better name, unfortunately. Dang. They're the game, not cool enough to have their yeah. own like fancy name. The game creators just didn't give them anything better, I suppose. <laughs> but so now to uh, go a little bit more in depth, uh, which again obviously will go a little bit further depth in depth as we start to break up the uh power structure of these guys, but just so that we know generally. Um, within the world of the Daedra, there is a select group that are called Daedric Princes or Daedric Lords. Um, and these guys are like the most powerful of the Daedras and they rule over all of the other Daedra in Oblivion. And in fact, each Daedric Prince, um, has his own like little realm, little subplane in oblivion that they rule over and they have like complete control over they can change everything about that realm and they control everyone who lives there so oh so it's do like you, do you know if like the daedra like the lesser daedra or whatever get to like choose which like greater daedra they hang out with and like most of them don't most of them don't because most of them are created by the daedric princes and so they're created by a specific prince so they serve that prince but uh, some of the Daedric or some of the Daedra kind of just like manifest naturally. And so because of that, they're kind of free to just do whatever they want, serve whoever they please. But most of the Daedra are specifically like linked to whoever created them, unfortunately, Un- or unfortunately for them, I guess. But also uh, something to be aware of for the Daedra, they are basically immortal um, in the fact that like the realm that they live in oblivion doesn't really have death it doesn't exist it's not a thing like the and the creatures that live there 
never can die because whenever they die they just they go to a place called the void and then eventually they'll kind of be able to pull themselves back into oblivion and make a new body and bada bing bada boom they're back to life and so because of that like anytime they're in our realm the same rule applies if they get killed in our realm they just get yoinked back to the void and then come back and find their way back into oblivion so they never really actually die all they can do is like you can just banish them which is by like by killing them but then they'll eventually come back so oh that's kind of interesting because like i remember at least in skyrim in order to make like the daedric armor you have to Mm -hmm. use daedra hearts yep you know so yeah so you 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 kill them you steal their heart and then they're like oh drat you know i'll just coalesce in oblivion later i suppose exactly yeah they'll just (laughs) they'll make a new physical body and then they'll come come run around find you again you can kill them again and that physical body will die but like their spirit will go back and they make a new body over again so they never really actually die and in fact there is a a quest in the game i believe in skyrim i believe um if memory serves me right though it's been a minute where you have to like summon a specific daedric guy i don't i don't think he was a prince i think he was just like a regular daedra you have to summon him like multiple times over and over again you summon him and you kill him and then you, you summon him again and you kill him again. You just like keep doing it over and over again. So you like basically beating him into submission until he like agrees to do what you want for him Jeez. or for you. So like, yeah, you, you end up doing it multiple times over and over and over again. And each time you like, he gets a little bit less like angsty, a little less obstinate because he's just kind of annoyed of having to like keep making new bodies. So yeah. I believe I, if I remember right, that's what happens, but. I would think you would not want to piss off a Daedra because then they could just like hunt you for the rest of your life, right? Right. Yeah, it's for real. Because again, yeah, they will never die. They'll always be able to come back. So yeah, not a great plan. And especially, uh, so like we mentioned, they're, they could kind of force their way into our realm every once in a while, like sometimes, especially the more powerful ones can. Uh, but the best way or the most common way that they end up showing up in our realm is through a school of magic in the series or in the the world called conjugation magic which is specifically the for the the school of magic of pulling entities from other realms into ours most commonly pulling entities from oblivion into our realm so the school of conjugation in in skyrim and in, in elder scrolls is basically like the school of finding ways to pull daedra into our realm and making them do what you want which is super mean and most of the time when you try and summon something that's too powerful ends up biting you in the back because the creature just breaks the bonds that you made and then just kills you which happens in the game a couple of times which is not fun but also uh unfortunately there have been several times throughout the series where the daedra have decided to invade the world um which obviously never goes well for most people that they lots of people die but clearly didn't succeed because (laughs) they're not running the world but it has happened several times by either having help from people or just them deciding you know what let's let's take over so Uh that's something that theoretically could happen but they don't do it very often but uh and lastly before we like start getting into where they came from which is a whole thing uh i I just wanted to go over a couple of terms and kind of like the origins of the terms so that way i I will remind us later obviously but that way we have at least a little bit of an understanding is what's going on so the term daedra that's what they're called that's like the the creatures we're talking about and that term 
is an elvish term. In in world, elves are called Marish or Mer, M-E-R. Um, but that's like that's the word for elves, basically. And that word, Daedra, in their language translates to not our ancestors, which is hilarious. Um, because obviously there is <laughs> another <laughs> exactly well, because there's another species, another creature out there that's called Adra. And that translates to our ancestors. And so that that's like the elven word for it. So oh, basically, if you want to like dumb this down super hard, like like really distill this down to the fundamentals, if you will, the Daedra are not actually, but they're quote unquote kind of like the demons. They're not actually demons because like we've said, like they're like there are some that are good, some that are bad, whatnot, whatnot. They're not all evil. But if you want to like quote unquote, they are basically the demons of the universe. The Aedra are basically the angels. They're like the counterparts. They're the ones that like love humanity, want to do, want to help humanity in any way they can. And in fact, they are the creatures that gave up a lot of their power to be able to help make humanity and elven kind both and help to make the universe. And that creation of the universe was led by another guy, which we don't really need to worry about remembering his name. But uh, what, let me see if I can find his name. It's a uh, Lokarn, Lokan, Lorcan. I don't know. It's a made up word. Lorcan is I. <laughs> it's L O R K H A N. Is it the can of lore? Where all Basically, lore yes. stems from? So that guy, Lorcan, he's basically like the god that led the creation of the universe. And the universe is called Mundus, which is basically like, that's like our solar system where the world lives. And so that's where like the Daedra are basically like the creatures that decided not to help create Mundus, which is the universe. And the Aedra are the creatures that decided, yeah, let's help this god out and help him make the universe and help him make these creatures called men and elves. So just uh, kind of a very, very shallow glimpse in, but like that will, those creatures and those, those ideas will become a little bit more important as we go, but it's really confusing. Like I said, and I won't remember half these terms because I'm not super familiar with the lore and I'm going off of like, very little information, but so Dave are just a bunch of losers, man. Didn't I mean, want to help Kratos? Like, what the heck? I really can't blame them. I mean, the elves gave up a ton of their power, right? They kept their power, so it's more of like, yeah, preservement for hey, we're gonna go to war with all of the elves, we're gonna be stronger because we didn't give up our power. It's kind of yeah. like a preservation thing, I don't it was, know. yeah. It was literally like not so much that they didn't want to make the world, it was that all right, you want me to sacrifice, basically sacrifice myself or like give up a good portion of myself to make this race of creatures that I don't really care about to make this world that I'm not going to be able to live in. Or I could not make my own little sub world, make my own creatures and just kind of be a god. Yeah, I'll choose that one rather than just like making this random, these random people I'll never interact with and basically kill myself. Like I can't really blame them in that instance because it's just they chose to keep their their strength keep their power to themselves to do what they wanted when they wanted with it so it 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 does like the histories do kind of paint them in a negative light but i really can't 
say it's all that bad. But uh, that being said, it's uh, of course because every game or every game slash every lore, everything has to have very convoluted, confusing origins for everybody. Um, yeah, of course, there are obviously many different like descriptions and explanations as to where the Daedra came from slash where the Aedra and everything came from. Like there's like tons of conflicting stories. Um, and I would go over a few real quickly. Um, some of these are spread through religions. Some of them are just like the basis of cultures that like the culture, they don't necessarily have a religion based around the Daedra, but like people just know of them and pass this story around. So it's, it's not super clear which one is correct but there is one that at least doesn't have innate contradictions in it and so presumably that's the correct one but anyway uh in one of the cultures one of these stories the way that it goes is that the daedra were considered to be made of it's it's a form of energy that is like made of basically pure chaos so theoretically the daedra back in the beginning of time were beings that were created out of pure chaos and that because of that all they could do was chaos they were just like they were made of chaos meanwhile the adra were made of basically the opposite they were made of like order and everything that like helped to sustain and and organize the world and so that's where like that's where the daedra are basically evil because they are made of chaos they're made of this stuff that destroys the world and like this all this happened long before the creation of the world of Niren. Um, however, that that description of where they came from of just kind of being manifested from chaos energy doesn't really make sense because later on, way after the creation of the Earth, there is a Aedra, one of the angels that was named Mirida, that was it was an Aedra, was an angel, and then it eventually kind of fell and decided it didn't want to be with the angels anymore and it fell to becoming a daedric prince and so it left being an angel and decided nah daedric prince is the way i want to be so because that, like if theoretically the the daedra were all created directly from chaos energy and the Aedra were all from like order energy then theoretically that wouldn't be possible because that angel should have been made of literally different stuff so the, that explanation doesn't really make sense but it is like a explanation that a lot of people go with of oh yeah they're just kind of like manifested from different stuff um there's also an explanation that maybe the daedric princes are so way back in the day before there was the daedra and the adra there was just one species called et ada um and those were that was called the original spirits is what that translates to again that's elvish um, and that's basically just like everything that was that was both Daedric and Adric creatures before they were separated. It was just everybody. And then when that god asked everybody, hey, you want to make the world? The Adra are the ones that said yes. And the Daedra are the ones who said no and just kind of left. And so theoretically, that's like the distinction where maybe that's where the divide happened. Except, again, there's another complication where there wasn't a guy who said yes, did that. And then later was corrupted by one of the Daedric princes and turned into a Daedric prince later on. And so it's like, well, I mean, theoretically, that shouldn't have been the defining factor because people can change now. So that wouldn't really make it a whole ton of sense. But it could that one could make 
that one's more plausible. It's just that theoretically that shouldn't be the defining factor because there are other things that have defined people other than just that one event. So, yeah, I, I mean, like, yeah, definitely out of like those two kind of proposed theories, I definitely choose the second one. Like, maybe, yeah, um, like that was just an originally how they they were segmented, but like, maybe you can like switch sides, I suppose, depending on like which sides ideals you align with, maybe, right? right. And that so would make a lot, a lot of sense, at least in the sense of they started as the same therefore it's not yeah. like so much differentiating themselves except for an event and that like why not why like i mean if it was such a large option that a lot of people aren't gonna change sides but if they do it's not like it's like such a hassle other than like hey, i'm just gonna go hop over to this plane really quick yeah right and that's where like it totally could be that one but there is a more generic explanation that obviously because it's more generic, it kind of can fit a little bit easier, but it also gives a more broad reason of like, okay, well maybe this is the explanation. Um, so, <laughs> I'm not saying this one's correct. I'm just saying it, it doesn't <laughs> innately come. It doesn't have like one specific guy that automatically is like, okay, well like clearly that guy didn't listen to that rule. So like, I don't understand. So well, there's always one guy, innate, you know. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have an innate contradiction automatically. Um, so that explanation is stating just that the Daedra and the princes altogether are all just members of the Ieta, that, that's those original spirits, who over time or naturally just had closer ties to oblivion, to that other realm, than to the normal realm. And so because of that, because they had those closer ties to Oblivion, when they die, they get pulled into Oblivion to then recreate and re reincarnate their bodies when they die. And so because of that, that's where like, it's basically less of what they are and just more they're considered a Daedra based off of how closely tied they are to the, the Oblivion realm. So that's where some of those, those guys who were initially one creature and then later became the other is just because, oh, well, they either initially were misclassified and they had a different they they were tied to oblivion more than anyone else but they just didn't realize it because they hadn't died yet or over time they built a better connection to oblivion so they were able to basically kind of change classifications and switch over to that side so right it's uh, where it's not necessarily like a foolproof explanation but it doesn't have any instant contradictions automatically so that's like the generic explanation of, oh, maybe it's just based off of how connected you are. So. Right. Uh, do you know if we've ever like seen the Aedra in any of the Elder Scrolls games? Uh, so we've seen statues of them, but we never really... I think we've seen one of them in Skyrim. Uh, if, if you ever played the... Uh, what was it? Dawn whatever. Oh, yeah, that Dawn, one DLC. Yeah, the DLC with the vampires. Mm -hmm. uh, so the the... The Aedra were basically the gods that created the elves. And so they're basically like the precursor to elves. They're like the better elves. And most of them died in the creation of the world. Like they kind of sacrificed themselves to make the world. However, there is, I believe, one that is still alive in the game that you like kind of meet and talk to during that like quest step. And he's the one who ends up helping your... Uh, you are able to like kind of cure your vampirism through him and you have like you have a or can have a 
follower who is a vampire elf and she can like kind of be cured because of him i believe he is an adra um, okay so i'm not 100% sure on that but i believe that's basically the only one we see but we have they do have a bunch of statues of them all around yeah so. i mean maybe like kind of going off of that it like it really does kind of make sense that like the daedra are just like maybe like could have been originally adra but then just spent like a lot of time in the oblivion like dimension right. or whatever and just uh either like you said like knowingly or inadvertently just became immortal like exactly maybe it was like yeah. a proposition of like immortality but you gotta gotta like live in this place that sucks mm-hmm. and get like horns yeah. and look like a demon and, and, and stuff. to be fair the the adra were immortal yeah right yeah, oh yeah I'd, I'd take it but you know <laughs> it's just you but know as, free pair of horns as far as as far as i'm aware the adra were immortal and it was them giving up their power to be able to make the world it was like that sacrifice that they made that what made them mortal and eventually killed them so that was really it wasn't necessarily that one became immortal over time it was they were immortal and then after over time they gave up their power and they just lost that ability whereas the daedra were are immortal and they have that like like caveat with oblivion that keeps them immortal so that's how like they're able to that's their way of immortality and i assume the adra had some other secret to immortality so that was at least kind of that's like the the spark notes of how the uh daedra were created or possibly were created slash what they kind of did in their past um it's a lot of them maybe having connections to uh oblivion and also possibly being related to whether they chose to help create the world or not and and that's basically just did they choose to give up power and become mortal and die or did they decide nah heck that we freaking i don't care about humans i'm not helping them come into existence i'm gonna just do my own thing yeah heck that right and so instead of heck that yeah heck that dude heck that and so instead of making the world, like I said earlier, rather than like cutting themselves off from power and like becoming just a, a scrub, the other, the Daedric people decided to just go off into oblivion, make their own little sub worlds. And in making those sub worlds, they didn't like fully invest all of their power into that world. So because of that, they were able to kind of like keep pulling their power out of that world if they needed it. So they never were. They never like lost power. They just kind of temporarily loaned it into the world to make it their own little like sub. I don't know how to explain it. Little subplane world. But that's where the that's like they did go and make their own worlds, but it wasn't a full commitment. It wasn't like making a universe. It was just making like, a little like I guess a little like a little city rather than a full on planet. So because of that they weren't fully investing everything into it. And then they were able to also make like servants and stuff like that at the same time. So they have like these little sub worlds that they live in with servants and soldiers and just kind of live their best lives. And they did that for like a good amount of time too. Like they, after the world was, world was created, the Jadras just kind of went off into their places and just kind of vibed for like a long time. And it wasn't until they had done that for like a long time that they decided they were kind of bored and started messing with humanity. And that was when humanity finally started like figuring out what they were, that they existed and like, getting to know them a little bit so they're literally just like 
too bored of being like yeah. super powerful and immortal. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. They spent like millennia on their own in their own like perfect fantasy world that they made themselves with servants that they made themselves and forced to do them their biddings. And after millions of years of that, they're like, you know what? Actually, maybe this maybe this isn't as fun as I thought it would be. So but with that being said, obviously, now they've they've gotten too bored. They need to uh, find something else to do. So they come down to us and they just start messing with us. And so we, well, I say we, it's the royal us people living in Niren in Tamriel on in the Elder Scrolls world. Uh, they start to find out about the the types of Daedra and like all of the like different categorizations because they start to, to realize that they exist. So that was when they realized or they start to realize that there's the categorization that I was mentioning earlier. That's the Daedric Princes. They're like the head honchos. They're the guys in charge. And there's only like 16 or 17 of them. The numbers kind of vary uh, depending on who you ask, because like, like I mentioned earlier, there's been a couple of people who have gone from being an Aedra and turned into a Daedra. And so because of that, like, well, who is actually a Daedric Prince? who's considered a prince now, who was a prince before. So it gets a little bit confusing, but generally there's like 16 to 17 of them. Do you and know they how all many live... like normal Daedra there are or like the lesser Daedra? Yeah, that is uh, unfathomable number. I didn't, I, there is no number really that what I ever read. Like millions, billions? Probably, probably millions at least. Um, main, mainly just because like, there's so many different varieties and sub varieties that like anything other, like there's, the Daedric Princes, which is like the head honchos, and anything beneath them, although like there are many different like looks and shapes to them, they're all basically just like anything else is a Daedra. There's the Daedric Princes, and then there's the rest of everybody that's like just my personal favorite the uh, crocodile headed guys. Exactly. Yes, you know. Oh, I, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. They have crocodile guys. They're so those awesome. guys, yeah, those guys are just like basically like like scrubs but they're not really put into a necessarily full different category other than like, cause they were based, they were also made by the princes just like any other Daedra. So anything else is also just the Daedra. So I don't know how many there are. There's tons of them, but probably in the millions, I would have guessed. Uh, but each, each Daedric prince, he, they each own, like I, like I said, they own their own like world, their own like sphere of reality. And each of those realities is like kind of themed after the Daedric Prince's like desires or or like interests. Um, and like so each of the Daedric Princes is like kind of themed after something, but that isn't necessarily like that they're a god of that item or that thing. It's just like kind of what they like and what they like kind of focus on. So like that's that what that list is there if you guys see that list. It's just a big list of a bunch of different things that each of the Daedric Princes is like upset, like each one kind of deals with. And you'll notice that not all of them are bad. There are some that are good. And that just goes to show like not all of the Daedric Princes are bad. Some of them are good, but a majority of those are not the pleasantest. So, so on this chart, you have for number one is Daedra Prince. And it's like, yeah, that, that's, that's just... Uh, me messing up uh <laughs> a, a oh that's just improper formatting improper okay. uh tabling yes okay because i was it like man is, 
Is there just like a sect of like Daedric princes just into well, spheres or like there's like uh, the boring there's the boring version of the Daedra called the Daedra. Then yeah, the king yeah. of the boring named Daedra is the Daedra it Prince. It is called the Daedra Prince. No, yeah. And he so, loves spheres. <laughs> I wish. No, so the it should be starting with number two going down, and each one of them is just like that's their name and then kind of what their fear is like themed off of. So like you've got one who's like Azura. And his whole thing is Twilight slash prophecies. Uh, he's a fan of vampires like, and like shining. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. And so the Twilight like, Princess, Legend of Zelda. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite. Man, this guy's so favorite cool. Name. I like this guy. Exactly. So basically, like, if you were to be wor- worshiping each of or any of these gods or any of these Daedra as gods, you would basically choose which one you're worshiping based off of the things that they are kind of obsessed with. So if you want to. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, hedonism and indulgence and oh, debauchery. Yeah. Debauchery. Right, debauchery. That's, that's my yeah. favorite. Debauchery. Yeah. Are you sure you're not a uh, a seventeen with the madness? Oh, maybe. maybe. <laughs> but yeah, so like they're not all bad. Like there's one that's like all about uh, living things. One is about order. One is just about night and darkness. Like that's not bad. It's not evil. It's just. It's just darkness. But then there's others that's like destruction and there's like the lens. Yeah. Uh, but then there's also lies, sex, and secret murder. That's that's one what a person's weird trio. What a, thing. What yeah. a weird trio. Uh-huh. Yeah. So wasn't there in like Skyrim there's like these temples everywhere that like had people were they worshipping Daedra or was it like other entities? I forget. Uh there were there are several people, there are many groups that you run into that worship uh daedra princes or daedric princes throughout the entire series or throughout the games yes they uh, all mostly do it in like secret or was it like kind yes of out in the open yeah no it's definitely secretive which we'll like i'll mention later but yeah it's definitely secretive um because although it's not necessarily evil it's not necessarily bad not overtly uh most people are just kind of unnerved by it and some countries have made it illegal and so because of that yeah they have to do it pretty pretty covertly uh one of the ones that you run into in game relatively often people are worshiping him a lot is molag ball and he's the one of domination and enslavement so there's a lot of people that are worshiping him throughout the games and uh yeah that's like a very clear reason why people are secretive about that one is because that's that one's a real not good one so but that's where, like, not all of them are bad. Not all of them are, like, innately evil. Some of them are just kind of kind of neutral. In fact, there's one that's the uh, Merida that she's just over living things. And that's totally, like, that's, like, a totally fine thing. She, she actually gives <laughs> you a sword in-game that, like, has sunlight, uh, like, huh. imbued into it. And it's, like, a really strong sword. So it, it, it's, like... <laughs> It seems like a really bright, like, it seems like an angelic blade. So it's like, oh, yeah, this is clearly made by, like, some kind of angel. No, it's made by a Daedric prince. Mm-hmm. But then you're and like, hey, like, who do you not worship? All princes are evil. <laughs> the god of all things repulsive? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of, of things, man. These are very broad <laughs> topics, you know. They are. They living are. things, everything that's alive, and then just everything that's repulsive. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I also love the ordering of the lowest orders of oblivion. He's just, like... <laughs> The lord of the, like the scum of oblivion, like all of the creatures that just nobody wants to interact with, he's the king of them. So, 
yeah it's like the like the rat lord or something you know? <laughs> right exactly yeah yeah just Definitely. living in the sewers hanging out with all his bugs and cockroaches yeah exactly so that's the daedric princes they there's only a couple of them only like 16 or 17 of them and they all kind of have their own spheres of reality that they control each of those spheres is like themed slash like in like obsessed with one specific or, or a couple of specific ideas and that's basically just because that's what the, the daedric prince likes that's like their interest and inside of those spheres are a bunch of other lesser daedra uh the one there's actually a, specifically a category called lesser daedra uh, and those guys are the, the ones that are specifically created by the princes to serve the princes and to do what the princes want um, there's a whole bunch of them. There's like a like full list of all the different types of lesser daedra that we know of. Um, and this is the category that I was talking about earlier where like they're just called daedra. Like they like they don't have any other specific name other than just daedra. Um, but there are like subcategories of like what they're called and they those have names, but like their actual classification is just daedras. Is that because they're actually created, not just like yeah, theoretically, I'm like, I guess my my headcanon thought would be because, yeah, these are like, these are the guys that are specifically created directly by the uh, Daedric Princes. And so they're basically like, they are one line down from a Daedric Prince. They are like the most pure version of Daedra. And they're like generally like the most prolific of the Daedra. But that's not necessarily... 100% accurate and I could be very much wrong but that's like that's generally there's a lot of them and they are made specifically to do very specific tasks by each specific uh Daedric prince so each each of the princes will make their own servants to do their own things and serve in their own realms uh most of the Daedric princes have some form of like warriors or guards to do what they need to and to protect their realm uh, most of them have like servants obviously that they make in to do whatever they need and also they also just have people like they make people that are just going to kind of do what they want worship them slash kind of just entertain them so um most of these lesser daedra are of a humanoid appearance mainly just because it kind of works for what the daedric prince wants them to do but they don't have to be uh that being said they're physical appearance does change the way their minds work and vice versa so like they their bodies are kind of fluid but the most of them make human bodies because their minds are like humanoid minds if that makes sense yeah it doesn't really if you made like a wolf one it would have more of a mind of a wolf kind of thing yeah exactly yeah and vice versa like yeah exactly so that's where like they almost all are humanoid but they don't have to be uh but they they only would not be a humanoid f- figure because they need to serve a purpose that a, a non-humanoid fit form would serve. But so, like you say that, like pretty much all of the Daedra created by the Daedric princes are like lesser Daedra, right? Right. Yep. And then you also mentioned that there were some like natural born Daedra yeah. that like just kind of coalesce. Like, are yep. they? significantly less powerful than the like um do you know they that is not a answer i don't necessarily know 
I don't think so. I don't think that they are necessarily very much weaker. It's more of that they are just more or less focused. They're just kind of more uh, of a idea, if you will. And but they also because like they're not as focused, they don't have like the clear goal of what they're supposed to do, but they also have a lot more freedom. So like lesser Daedra are like built to order, I suppose. Exactly exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, like where a lesser Daedra, like the the prince will make a species or, or a form of lesser Daedra to be their warriors. And that the that form of Daedra is a warrior. He's always gonna be a warrior. He thinks as a warrior, and that's like that is his job. That is what he does. And they don't really do anything else. They don't have the ability to do anything else. They can think on their own. They have complex thoughts, but they just like don't really have the ability to do whatever they want because the prince will just stop them. You think whereas the, like the the Daedric princes have like personal chef Daedra? Oh, definitely, yeah, hundred percent. And it's probably human sh- like food that they're making because the Daedric princes are weird and they eat people. Apparently, supposedly. Somebody steal your sweet roll. <laughs> So actually, uh, funny enough that you brought that up, the not the not the sweet roll, the the free forming, the naturally creating uh Daedra, because one of the ones that I was actually just gonna talk about is a free forming, natural forming Daedra. And those are the Atronox or Atronox. Oh, those guys those, are Daedra too? Yeah. So those are creatures that you actually can just, like interact with in game. They're actually creatures that you summon uh through the conjugation school of magic and so they are actually daedra and those are some of the naturally forming daedra that just kind of like manifest on their own and so each of them uh they are kind of themed after an element the three different forms of of uh atronox and one of them being fire and then frost and storm atronox and so they kind of they're not like specifically tuned to a specific thing like you don't have like a warrior atronox or atronox you just have a fire atronach in general so they could do kind of whatever they want and because they're like freely formed they can just choose what to do and or how to do whatever they want so none of none of them are tied to any specific prince and they can just choose if they want to serve a prince when they want to serve a prince and how long or whatever like they just kind of do whatever they want uh that is until a human or somebody summons them into the regular world at which point they're kind of forced to do what that person wants until they get pulled back but so the the etronox are one of those ones that i was mentioning that they're a naturally forming uh daedra that just kind of shows up and it's because of that they're not tied to anyone they just kind of do whatever they want but do they mostly just kind of like roam around in like oblivion kind of aimlessly or i think most of them serve the princes um but they serve them on their own terms. So like in that they can show up to a prince and say, Hey, I'm going to help you out. And then if that prince kind of pisses them off, they're like, all right, I'm gone. I'm doing, I'm, I'm leaving. And then if the prince is like, all right, I want you to do this. They'd be like, nah, nah, I'm good. I, I don't want to do that. So they do do whatever, like they do help the princes and they do serve them, but it's kind of, they're like a freelance uh, servants rather than like indentured servants. They can choose when to come and go choose what they're, what jobs to take and what jobs not to take. They like they have a lot more freedom than any of the other normal Daedra. So uh, so they just have like workers' rights. <laughs> exactly. They've unionized. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh unfortunately these other guys, which we'll mention real quickly, uh have not gotten that ability yet. 
And that's uh, there's just like a whole bunch of other guys that don't really fit into a category, other than they're they are Daedra, but they're just weird. Uh, so like there's just the lizard weirdos. guys, yeah, like <laughs> like like the ones that Brad was mentioning. There's like lizard guys that are Daedra. There's also like these weird spider human hybrids, and there's also like a human bat kind of monster hybrid. Uh, and then there's like Daedra that kind of look like ogres. They're not called that, but like they kind of look like them. Same with like those creatures, Daedra that kind of look like goblins. And then there's like these weird, like eldritch tentacle monster creatures that are Daedra. And there's also like these creatures that kind of look like, uh, if you guys are, like are familiar with the Murlocs from World of Warcraft, they kind of look oh, like yeah. those guys. Yeah. yeah. So like there's a whole bunch of them that like they all look very different and they, they aren't really necessarily specifically tuned to anything. They're just kind of weird freaks. These are those ones that aren't humanoid themed. And they're just like kind of made to do whatever that body serves for them. So like there's like the flying one that like obviously it needs to fly. And so it just kind of manifests in that form, even though like it's a really ugly form. But yeah, yeah, they, they don't really make sense. And I didn't really know where to put them into a category. So they're just all lumped into one. They're the weird guys. But Dang. yeah, they're just uh, like weird, like experiments or mistakes from like the day. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But and then real quickly, there's also one other thing that people can do with the the Daedra, um, other than just summoning them into our world, which is always a good hoot. It's always fun. Always you a can good instead, time. Yeah. Instead, you can also uh, summon the Daedra spirits into our realm and then like forge them or or shape them into an item specifically. Uh, and this can either be for a short term basis, like it could be like a little little burst of power or it could be like to permanently like bond this creature into a shape and so that will either create a bound weapon or bound item or it will create a daedric artifact uh depending oh, on if it's, oh, if it's oh. a short-term object then it's just a bound weapon so it's just like it has a soul bound into it it does something it's powerful but then it will lose that effect over time or it will create depending on it will instead make a daedric artifact if it's like a permanent fixture like it, it will never lose that property. So, and so, some of those artifacts slash bound weapons are actually made by the princes. So sometimes the princes are just like forcing their own kind into objects, which is weird. Oh, so like, uh, I remember when playing like Skyrim, like specifically, I think there was like a Daedric mace you could get. Yep. Honestly, yeah. it wasn't very good. It was like way worse than my weapon at the time. Yeah, but it was not so, good. So that's just like the, like, soul of like a daedra crammed into like the weapon he's like here you go and yeah it'll hit people real good <laughs> uh-huh. and that's where that's the same with that sword i was mentioning earlier that was like imbued with sunlight that is the same thing where that was a daedra that was made by one of the daedric princes and it was the daedric prince took a daedra and forged it into a weapon and like manifested it into a sword and then gave it to you and you're like here how have this like sun sword congratulations you think so, the the Daedra inside the weapon is like just super psyched to be? I like doubt it. Well, I, I mean, like, be, I would be surprised if they were. But if the Daedric princes are like making Daedra with like basically, you say like their only like aspirations in life are to do their job to like their best of their ability, right? I mean, it's not their aspirations. That's what they're made and forced to do. But they all have like their own thoughts, and oh, so I'm so sure that there's some. Um, yeah, there's some I'm sure that don't like what they're doing, but that's what that's what they're doing. Like they were made oh, to do that. 
So whether they want to or not, they're doing that job. Oh, unfortunately. Man. Isn't there but, also like a like there was some like weird staff I got. It was called like the Waba Jack or something. Yeah. That was a Daedric artifact, wasn't it? <laughs> I believe it was, yes. I believe it was an artifact, not a bound weapon, but that was a weird ass freaking staff that just it just every it time you used it, yeah, every time you would cast it, it would just do a random effect. Just whatever. And I think it was just put into the game just as a joke, but it was actually sometimes could be actually really strong. Yeah, you could and turn like a lot of people loved it. Yeah, you could turn like trolls into like piles of gold or like chickens uh-huh. or something. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like you could you could one shot a lot of the creatures if you just like like or a lot of like really strong creatures if you were really lucky and it happened to roll in that like one shot spell. But the likelihood is super low, but you could do it theoretically. Probably worth it, man. Yeah, yeah. Just another. I would actually that'd be kind of interesting to do a uh, playthrough of Skyrim using nothing but the Wabajack and just like seeing how random like chance will get you through the game. Yeah. But uh, that would be a very fun and extraordinarily tedious playthrough. I feel like you know, it could be so infuriating. Oh, it would be the worst, <laughs> but it'd be so funny. Yeah, you so, get through like clearing like most of a dungeon, and then you just spawn like a hundred wheels of like exploding cheese. Oh and no! It's all over uh, at that point. But yeah, yeah, it's freaking. And this is why we don't mess with Daedras. This is why we don't do anything with them because you end up creating things that you don't know how to control. In fact, that's one thing I feel like most of the uh, cults in the game should take a lesson from: is just don't mess with Daedras because they will. <laughs> it will never work out. It's not so, worth it. <laughs> but yeah, there's, and actually, now that I mentioned it, there are, you mentioned earlier asking how people really worship the Daedras and slash, like, is it really legal? There have been a couple of cultures that have made it legal, though it's not usually all that, like, popular. People don't really love the idea of it, but it's not completely illegal. But at the time of Skyrim, at that point, it is illegal in, like, the republic in like in like the core government it is illegal to worship any of the daedra uh that being said of course there's always going to be people who do it anyway and so you end up throughout the games meeting several cults that worship several different of them and it's always a hoot and a half because most (laughs) of the time they're worshiping like the evil ones that like require sacrifice like human sacrifices or like require like really messed up things but they all, most of the cults all focus on, like, one specific Daedric Prince. They, like, choose one, and that's, like, their deity, depending on whatever they want. Um, and most of the time, the cults aren't very big because, again, it's illegal. So, like, you got to be kind of circumspect with who you invite in. Um, but, however, that's not always the case. In fact, there was, at one point in time, it, it was not illegal at the, this time to worship uh, Daedra Princes or Daedric people in general and so because of that they end up kind of making a pretty big religion or, or organization and uh this this group cult i don't know I, I don't want to call them a cult but that's definitely what they were uh <laughs> they were worshiping uh one of the uh danger princes called merus dagon and uh using him or the power that he imbued in them they were able to get enough power to actually start one of those uh, rebellions that I was mentioning earlier or, or invasions maybe is a better uh, word for it 
and it, this ended up being called the Oblivion Crisis, and that was when uh, like the Daedra ended up invading the normal world, the the Niren, and caused a whole bunch of havoc. And it was because this cult kind of kicked it off by setting some things in motion and made it so this the Daedra princes and the Daedra people could be able to invade the normal world. So good, good for them. Good for them. Yeah, right. Good off. Good on them for finally like getting their goals. I mean, well I, done. Could, I could see why this would kind of make it so that it's like highly illegal to worship Daedra. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, sure. Or like, yeah, something about starting an entire invasion and like wiping out hundreds of thousands of people uh, kind of puts a bad taste in your mouth. I, yeah. I would guess. Not to mention, but, maybe like your next door neighbor is, has like a Daedra like. Uh, like cult worship center in his basement of his house. Yeah, and he's just worshiping yeah. the chaos. Uh, Daedra. Right. And exactly. Next thing you know, your like whole street's blown up. So right. Yeah, especially when like, especially when, not only is it you're summoning in like these magical creatures, but like they're immortal magical creatures. Like these are creatures that no matter how many times you kill them, they'll come back. They don't fear death. They just constantly keep coming back, and they enjoy just messing with people and like. To them, to the Daedras, and especially the princes, they're, like, so far above, like, a normal human's power levels that they kind of, like, see themselves as, like, like the hunter of humans and, like, the, the humans, like, toys or, like, prey to just, yeah, like, nest with and just kind of kill at their leisure. That's so a pretty bad dynamic, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> not great. I mean, and, and the, if the Daedric princes are kind of, like, equated to huntsmen or hunters then the lesser daedra are they've they've have been compared basically to like work animals or like hounds and so you're just like unleashing just like a sea of like hunting dogs onto humanity to just like tear through them at just like the most aggressive terrible way and so it's Bad not a great way yeah. yeah not not really no none of them have any kind of really moral or uh no kind of morals or any kind of like remorse so you're just gonna really have a hard time trying to take these guys down all you of know, them are like, immortal and none of them have any remorse so good luck the beginning of this i was kind of like kind of defending them a little bit but i'm like hey i'm i'm a human i uh, <laughs> i don't cast spells yeah uh these guys are bad for me um no bad for my business yeah, bad, bad um, for me. <laughs> I just feel like no, in this yeah. world I'd be like a merchant or something. So you know what? Maybe, maybe I don't want to defend these guys. Now, again, again. So that's not all of them are bad. Not all of them are evil. And some of them are just kind of normal dudes that just do their own thing. It just so happens that like most of the time, if people are worshiping these guys, they're worshiping the bad ones and trying to like incite bad things. So like for example, like I said, they those cultists started a like invasion of the normal world because they were worshiping this one specific guy that guy's like sphere of reality was centered around destruction revolution and change so like that was why he like that was why they started a revolution that's why they started an invasion and the world kind of got destroyed is because like that's his whole shtick if they had been worshiping like the the daedric prince of living things probably wouldn't have been nearly as bad probably would have been fine it's just they chose the worst ones to kind of let into the world. So I don't, I'm, I'm, 
I want to stick up a little bit for the dangerous. They get a bad rep. Yeah. It's not all their fault. They're not all evil. There's a lot of them are not great, but they're not all overtly evil, but they just, the ones that do kind of force their way into our world are usually the ones that are wanting to cause problems. Whereas like the ones that are less bad, that are kind of just good creatures are like, F, they're fine with living in their own world, doing their own thing, not going crazy. So you're just enjoying think, the horns that they get for free. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. so I feel like it's just, we only see the bad ones because the bad ones are the only ones that like want to cause trouble. They're just the, the most like, convincing. Eh. Exactly. So, but yeah, so that's the uh, Daedra. It was a whole freaking rabbit hole to get down. And I hope that I was able to at least break it down a little bit far enough for you guys to follow along decently. Uh, let me tell you, as I was going through this research, it was just, it was following link after link after link, just tracking back names and events and figuring out what this person did, what that word means, what is the translation from that language to this language for this mean. It was a whole thing. So I hope that I got everything, like, as much as I could correct and was able to, like, explain it well enough. But I felt, I was very intrigued. I think it was very interesting to read about and to learn about because I knew very, very little about this, but it was also very confusing. I mean, yeah, like, uh, honestly, this puts, like, a lot of kind of clarity uh, for mm-hmm. myself with, like, Skyrim because I never really understood the Daedra. It was, like, weird to me that there was, like, princes and then there'd also be, like, these random Daedra you could fight. Right. And they weren't, like, named, mm-hmm. but... This all makes like a lot of sense, and like you were saying, like most other like lore pieces of lore and media, uh, kind of has a bit of a convoluted beginning. But uh-huh. I do think it's kind of fun to like theorize about. Yeah, Tedra. Yeah, and and I say it's like very convoluted, but I don't mean that in a bad way. Like I I do. Oh yeah, think it's sure. very interesting. It was very reminiscent to me, like getting into this a little bit was reminded me of the Lord of the Rings lore. Just because it's it's full of just figuring out what all these words means, who this god was that like made these angels that did this thing. So like it was like very confusing in that aspect, but it was very interesting and not a not a bad experience. It was just a lot to learn. It was a very like info dump of lore that has been being created over decades for yeah. this series. Well, and like if you remember Warhammer, they leave oh, my their... goodness, yeah ancient history so like open yeah and with lots of theories because exactly it, it doesn't it doesn't lock them in on one story and so mm-hmm. it allows it also seems for... more real that way you know yeah, yeah. Uh, i don't have more. a problem with with these theories and these ideas because like you're just talking to random people in the game like how, how are they gonna exactly. know and yeah. so of course yeah. it's gonna be so, and I, I find that fun and I, yeah like bryce said much more realistic mm-hmm. yeah everyone has their own kind of explanations to what happened and and nobody has the exact true complete story because this is this happened thousands of years ago so it's like a bunch of he said she said hearsay that you start to kind of hear all the stories and put together an idea of what happened not a clear bullet point explanation as to what happened which and how many information how much of that information is coming from literal cults that you're not exactly (laughs) that's not the most real like literal getting their their information directly from like manipulative guys who are like definitely out to like they're looking to make the information seem as 
good like or or as positive lit on them as they could so of course like they're not going to come off as the evil guys duh because like they want to come off as not they want to they want to sound nice so it makes sense where like it's a little bit us i promise your your family's safe your your uh your street's gonna be safe your house yeah 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 trust me you're not gonna be enslaved danger prince of madness really it's just a title you know (laughs) madness as in like mad hungry is what i mean yeah <laughs> yeah nothing worse. you're just gonna be like mad good at everything you do farm like come yeah. on you're just gonna be mad good looking you know everyone that's everybody calls says that like people are talking about that all the time oh man uh but so that i think will do it for us this week uh for the daedric princes it was very interesting but also very headache inducing dive into the incredibly rich lore of the elder scrolls series which i did not i mean i knew it had lore but i didn't know how much lore i didn't realize how freaking deep it was though i guess i shouldn't be surprised when it has like a thousand books you can read in game so makes sense that they have a ton of lore but i think it was a very i thought it was very interesting and i was very very glad to be able to do it this week but uh, I think that'll do it for us. Otherwise, make sure to check us out on social media. We've got uh, TikTok, and we're also got Twitter. Make sure, if, well, for now anyway. Yes. Uh, you can tweet <laughs> at us if you uh, have any ideas of creatures we could do later, or just just want to say hi. I like when people say hi. You know. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, otherwise, if you want to refer us to a friend, tell a friend about podcast someone who i don't know someone who's played skyrim before or i mean who hasn't really one of the two i mean one is one is basically everybody and one is basically nobody so if you have a friend in either camp or maybe both let them know and uh, we'd love if they if they listened in yeah and if you have a friend that plays skyrim and and is in a cult or is in a cult about skyrim they'd probably love this i'm sure they would Definitely, if it's a cult about Skyrim, dude, they probably know all about this. Actually, they might not like this very much because I probably got a lot of stuff wrong. But <laughs> otherwise, uh, we'll see you next week with another amazing episode, perhaps about Monsters, Inc., but we'll see. Could be about anything. And we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>